What up, what up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to the pod. This is the boys expressing emotions and feelings. Hello, Beef Nation. Welcome back to another episode of the boys expressing emotions and feelings. I'm Matt McPherson, and as always, I got Jack Inicam. This Draco undefeated. I got Sean Dival. What's up, sleepyhead? And I got Matt Nicholson, a.k.a. Stevie Nicks. What's up, cuties? All right. Beef Nation, got another uh, mindfulness exercise for you guys. This one's super simple, very applicable. I use it every day. If you're ever stressed out, you know, a little anxious, not knowing what to do, I like to count down from five out loud. Simple as five, four, three, two, one. Level up. And then I pick something and I go do it. It could be as simple as going to brush my teeth, drinking a glass of water, going to the gym, going for a walk, doing some laundry, doing some dishes, just puts you in the right headspace. I have accomplished something today. You can check off something on your checklist. That'll get you in the right headspace to maybe flow to something else naturally. I think it's a very, very applicable um, to everyday uses. It can be used in the morning, in the afternoon, at night. Um, but yeah, I, I learned it from a friend and I've been using it ever since. So it really helps me to stay grounded, kind of clear my head and focus on one task. I think one thing that maybe myself and other people struggle with, especially today, is having all these things floating around in your head that you're so cognizant of. You're like, oh my God, I have to finish this right now. And if I don't, something bad's going to happen. It can be overwhelming. So this is a nice technique to just, again, take five seconds, clear your head, make a decision on what to do next, and then go from there. So Use it whenever you would like. It helps me. I hope it helps you guys. But yeah, that's our uh, this week's mental health grounding technique, if you will. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Let's move on. Oh, I, I was actually, I, I oh. used I used it today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um, I found it really cool. Like, yeah. I needed, what was the context? I, uh, I needed to just start my day because, you know, I needed to do some schoolwork, but I needed to also just do some basic errands around my house, like clean my room and I wanted to stretch and, and I just did it. Yeah. I remember we talked about it before and I did it and I, I found it really useful and I just kept going. I actually used it twice because I thought I'll try it again. And I found it useful, like, you know, just like reiterating it as well. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I found, I found it nice. Yeah. One thing I would suggest is don't count down in your head, actually verbalize the five, four, three, two, one. Cause then you're actually doing something. You're not just against trapped in your mind thinking, Oh, well, I just counted to five. Now what? So actually saying the words will help kind of kick you in the butt to actually go do something. So I'm glad you tried it, Steve. Yeah. I'm glad it worked out. So. Yeah. I said it out loud too. So let's go. Nice bonus points for Stevie. And I like how you said it can be any task first because I'm packing right now, right? I'm preparing to move. And I, some like today, even I like did not want to pack today. Like packing sucks. I don't know anyone that enjoys, even if it's like going to the beach for a week and you're literally just packing swimsuits and t-shirts. It's like is annoying as shit. So I like just getting like the first salt, like small tasks done can just like start your day and just like domino effect to all the bigger stuff. So it doesn't have to be like, I know some people love doing the biggest task first. It's knocking that out, but it doesn't have to be that way. If that's not how you operate. So I like that you add that note check. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, uh, any ages, any time of day. Again, like I said, it's very, very easy to use. I think, uh, one good day to use it, you know, maybe if you're unsure about whether you want to ask your wife to marry her, (laughs) you're like, Whoa, your girlfriend, I guess. Oh, it's true. You wouldn't marry your wife. Your future wife. Your future wife. 
But yeah, I hit that little like, you know, because my, believe it or not, my other sister just recently got engaged. So that's two engagements. Within congrats. Seven months of us doing the beef. So yeah, congrats to Katie and Andrew. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, if you know, if you're ever unsure, like, oh God, today's the day I'm supposed to propose. I don't know when the right moment is. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Babe. Yeah. Will Could you, you imagine saying that out loud? She's like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be a dance ensemble behind this flash mob? Yeah. Go for it. I don't know. I was going to ask you, do you think you'd be more nervous proposing or the day of your wedding? I think for me, it'd probably be proposing because you're always playing that question. Like, what if she says no? Like my kids that I teach, I told them that my sister was getting engaged and they all, uh, their first reaction wasn't, oh, that's awesome. It's like, (laughs) is she going to say Yes. And I was thinking to myself, she better say yes. Cause you know, if you're proposing, that's the only answer you want to hear. I think I would just be so worked up getting overthinking in my head. She's going to say, no, I fucked up. I did something right. There's no way she's going to say yes. And then she does say yes. The wedding could be an elope the next day and you'd still be happy. Cause I think the biggest hurdle is getting to yeah. getting her to say yes. Not that but, I'm lacking confidence in myself. But you wouldn't get down on a knee unless you knew she was going to say yes. Right. But like you'd have the conversation like, Hey, like you'd think that we've been dating X amount of time. Well, like, yes, but what do you think? I was going to bring that up as well because we've had this conversation when we even talked about the whole wedding thing. When it, when it comes to a proposal, I, I will have a conversation with my wife before I propose about not your wife, oh, my future <laughs> wife about, how she would in an idealistic world would like to have a proposal. Right. Cause you know, you would like to have it cause you know, the whole intimacy thing, does she want family there? Does she not, does she want family there afterward? You know, all that type of stuff. Does she want a photographer? That's stuff you need to know. So hopefully, you know, she's going to say yes. Question. You, Sorry. Well, are, you, are you just going to get those like little things? Like I guess they're not little things, but you're going to ask like, do you want it to be a private thing of two of us or a group? Like, or you can ask like, do you want to add a guard? Like, are you gonna ask like exact no, location? No. Cause that would be, no, no, I don't, that would be a little lame. Cause then she would like, no, like you still want to surprise her the day of. No, I have a dream location though. You don't already have a dream location. Yeah. You know, low key that fucking, <sighs> Dude, are you going to spoil your location? No, should I? It'd be funny. It's kind of, is it kind of weird that you have a location now? No, it's Yours. just like, it just in my head, I'd be like, that would your be your future tough. wife was listening to this is it a, you would like be no, upset. i like his way of thinking because he's like i gotta get them both checked off if i have the location maybe i just show up there and my wife will be there already he already has the rock yeah. bought and he's yes. just strolling around there every day <laughs> waiting for a cute girl like oh hey okay. there she is is it like a broad location like no. the beach or is no. like right, where con- is it? spill the beans Should I spill the beans yeah yeah breaking think- news from the beef <laughs> Matt, Matt Nicholson's <laughs> proposal location not that it's over height but I think it'd be cool to do it on a hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> that's my location yeah where though um in the air no preferably like what <laughs> what uh not when we're on the ground like where though uh somewhere pretty so it's so pretty vague it wasn't concrete I yeah i think but it higher because i don't know there's, Dude, other, there's all gorgeous your places first, all your first dates should be in a hot <laughs> 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 um, they're all like especially if like like if someone meets me and they're like oh like i've listened to your podcast I'm like let's go on a hot air <laughs> <laughs> 
But dude, the thing about the engagement is I don't understand why people do it in public places. Like, you know, like the seventh inning stretch at Nats Park, they put on the Jumbotron, like all the people's birthdays. And this is like, Elaine, marry me. And then some dudes like in the outfield looking at his wife, just waiting for that. Just, that seems really corny it's to tacky. me. Yeah. I saw a video the other day at the, Taylor, at the Taylor Swift concert. Some dude was like in the nosebleed nosebleeds. And then when love story comes on, it gets hits the part like marry me, Juliet. He literally pulls out a ring and it proposes to his girlfriend and everyone's going crazy. Mm. I'm like, dude, Taylor Swift is performing right now. You're going to distract us off from that. Yeah. Right. With I your, would love with, to get distracted by that. No. Also love stories playing. Like, come on. That's a banger. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, can you chill out? I'm jamming right now. I mean, to each their own. If they, you know, if Agreed. they talked about Agreed. it, but I think it's super tacky. I would never do it. Um, do you think our society has made proposing less spontaneous like the fact that we want pictures to be able to post and whatnot. Like when, um, like, have you ever asked how your parents proposed, like how your dad proposed to your mom? Yeah. It seemed like it was just like, they had uh, just been carrying the ring in their yeah, back pocket exactly. for months and they're like, all right, well now's the time. But now when you propose to someone, you got to get, it's gotta be something where you dress up nice, you know, you got to really plan it out. You've had to discuss it before. Obviously, I think everyone's discussed, oh, like we're gonna get married, stuff like that. But oh now you're stressing. You're gonna, me you're out. gonna plan out, I think, I your know, proposal but you think anyway. It has though. been like yes. Yeah, I think it's yeah. always been like that. I don't think you just are like strolling around with the ring in your pocket and it's like, yeah, now seems right. I think you have some if you're gonna do it in a public-ish setting, I think you kind of have it planned. I think I think to the extent like you have it planned when you have want to do it and like maybe where you want to do it. But I do think Matt has a point with now you have to, you're like, you have to be dressed nice because of like the pictures and stuff like that. I think there's like a different, maybe pressure. But wouldn't you want to be dressed nice anyway? Like, would you want to be sweatpants and I mean, not like, Maybe not sweat. I don't know. I think there's something kind of romantic. Like, what if you were just like chilling in bed and like, yeah, you both discussed like we were going to get like, we definitely want to marry each other. And I don't know, you guys are just vibing and you having a great time. And then all of a sudden in your mind, you're like, I want to propose right now, but I can't because I need to get pictures taken. No, I feel like it'd be nice if I was just like, hey, like, will you marry me? Well, I had a friend that just... I just get myself chills. That <laughs> I'm swooning I, over here. I have a friend that just did that. Like, they didn't do... They didn't do pictures or anything. They just did it in the moment. Right. That's, that's awesome. Matt's that's turning really cool. on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I can think about that's more stressful about the wedding is the planning. Maybe you can, you'll, you would know more about this because one of your sisters is going through it more recently, but just like people in my program, some of them are getting married and they, and they, they talk about how like stressful, like who's going to be on the invite list and planning it all out and the expenses. And I feel like the actual day of my wedding won't be stressful at all. I feel like the lead up will be the more stressful part, but I will be more nervous proposing. The only thing I'm nervous about my wedding is that Anna to Armin's will show up and I'll be like, this is 
over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving with her. Well, she's going to be there anyway because she's going to be. She's yeah, my way. Yeah. yeah. What? Of course. <laughs> she's going to be there. No. She, yeah. yeah. She would show Even, up her own way. But even if I knew for sure she was going to say yes, I'm still going to be nervous. Mm-hmm. It's a stressful situation. My yeah, back I get will like, be sweating. Dude, yeah, I'll get clammy. Someone will, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely going to choke on the words. I'll be like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. let me try that again. Yeah. Will you marry me? I'd be like, ever since I met you, <laughs> I knew. Also, when you're like, when you're proposing as us, we are doing the thing. They don't know it's happening. You know, it's like on us. Unless they're in a hot air balloon, they've listened to us. from mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> so, some, something might be and happening I've also been today. like crying for like 10 yeah. minutes before. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever texted me, do you want to go on this hot air balloon tour? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm not I would deep. say yes. <laughs> yeah, I would love to get proposed to, bro. Yeah, are you kidding By me? Stevie? By anyone. Oh! <laughs> Especially by I did Stevie. Pick him, I did pick to. No, yeah. actually, I didn't pick to marry you in our. In our. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, so long ago. ago. <laughs> um, for the wedding. You, sorry, you go. You go. Would you mind if your uh, significant other proposed to you? Yes. I don't think so. I think if we're dating long enough, maybe it is a poor reflection on me though that I didn't get the hint to pop the question. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would, I would, I wouldn't mind like a, when are you going to do it type thing? Right. Not, maybe I'd be a little more like if she did it, I would like stop it and be like, no. And then like <laughs> stand her up and then do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting proposed to. Yeah. But Cause I feel like that's the guy like thing. Yeah. Right. Cause my thing, I didn't it's very want, outdated I didn't, of you. Yeah. I guess. Call yeah. me, call me my wife's going to propose to me. I'm going to have the babies. Yeah, but, exactly. I'm like yeah. a male. And that's and very we'll, modern of you. I Jack. don't want to play this card, but I feel like forward. Isn't the bride a little more stressed on the wedding day that it's all going right. I worked weddings one summer and the day of, it seems like the groom is like a little stressed. Like I think just nervous, like, holy shit, today is the day. But they're kind of just like having a party like before the wedding, like all the groomsmen's having a good time or like, it seems like the bride is way more stressed. Maybe it's cause like there's makeup to do and hair and hair and the, and the dress. Right. And well, there's also like, depending on how many bridesmaids there are, there's also hair and makeup for that. Right. Many for girls. Them. So like there's definitely a lot more going on in their room than the grooms, the groomsmen room. Look? But good. Sick. <laughs> I feel like the proposal is all the guy. And then obviously the wedding planning and stuff is a joint thing, but you're definitely the Robin in that situation. You're not the Batman. Wedding not, day? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're just there to look pretty. Yeah. Well, so I would be more stressed on you're the, the proposal day. But For I sure. think I'd be like, holy shit, the day of the wedding, like this is it. Yeah. That would be quite the trip. Well, you know, as four single guys, we're speaking this into existence. <laughs> so it will happen. Question, yeah. Do you think it's a bigger jump from girlfriend to fiance than fiance to wife? Or which one? No, fiance to wife. You think that's a bigger jump? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right? The word fiance is a pretty big... Because yeah. when people are like... Sometimes I've asked people after they got married, I'm like, so... Is it different? They're like, no. <laughs> it's pretty similar. 
yeah, just married. Yeah. So maybe know. it is a bigger jump from girlfriend to fiance. I think girlfriend to fiance. I don't know. Anyone I, can be your girlfriend. Not everyone can be, be your fiance. fiance. Yeah. Not everyone can yeah. be your wife. But once you hit True. wife, it's kind of like what we've talked about in life. Like now bars, we have to pick like when the you next you phase your is. Wife? No, like we have to pick now the next phase of our life when it starts. Dude, you are spitting. When right you now. get, when you hit wife, that's it. Dude, we got to put a beat over that. That was sick as fuck. When you get in your life, you meet your wife. That's life. That's life. They should have they heard no more strife. <laughs> Turn into Mrs. Dible. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you out. I was like, I you, know, you know what I you know what I mean though? Like fiance is gonna turn into wife, but once you have wife, ideally it doesn't turn into anything else. If she dies, I'm not liable. Yeah. There we go. You should just cut the episode right there. Yeah. Uh, whatever. In the sack, I'm over liable. Hey. <laughs> hey. My Sean. dong is viable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so should we spin that wheel? Yeah, yeah. spin the wheel. Well, let's talk about what's on the wheel. All right, we'll talk about what's on the wheel. We got anxiety slash hangovers. It's a real thing. Family versus friends. <laughs> Sprang break. And boners. Don't right, here we alert. Go. Spin that thing. Yeah. Spring break. And we're getting spring break coming up to all of our college friends. You might have already been on spring break. I know for myself, spring break is the first week of April. Yeah. Which is awesome. I also think it's baloney that spring break is tied to Easter. How can you assume that everyone celebrates Easter? You know, a little bit of a blanket. Same with winter there. break. Same with winter break. You know, can't assume everyone celebrates Christmas. So I think if we just pick a week, maybe around March Madness time. Well, not it's every, not very spring. Not though. every county does it the week of Easter. That's so true. Fairfa- the county Fairfax really just finally changed it. Well, now it will always just be the first week of April. Because and this and this year just happened to line up with Easter. But this is the first year they're doing it. Because Fairfax and Loudoun County have different spring breaks. Yeah. Loudoun, I don't know when Loudoun's doing it. Yeah, this. I don't either. I just know for work we had we adjusted meetings based off it. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, spring, spring break's break. coming up yeah, or it already break. happened. Um, I love spring break. It's nice it, during the school year because it's like really the only break from school you get in mm-hmm. the spring semester mm-hmm. and you just kind of let loose. And it's almost like the start of summer. When you come back, your motivation to do any schoolwork is just zero. Out the window. So I'm very much looking forward to going back to my kids after spring break to see how their attention span has gone from one half iota to zero iotas. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun. but. I love spring break. Got a lot of good memories. I'm a, I think my fondest memory is definitely playing paddle ball, setting the paddle ball, like world record with your brother or your sibling or whatnot. You know, paddle ball like on the beach. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh dude. That game is so much fun. Paddle ball. Like the two, it's two wooden and rackets like little, and it's like a little tiny rubber ball. Oh yeah. yeah. So high score there. is like 430 something. Is it like volleys? Yeah, yeah. Vol- like boom, boom, boom. And it makes a great sound. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Awesome sound. As like a tennis family, okay. that, that game is Bears. religious in our religious. 430 something. 
don't think I've even got to triple digits. With really? Yeah. It's pretty for intense. For us, I get, for me, like, I get, me and my dad get mad if we don't hit, like, triple digits each time we start a rally. We get, like, we're like, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. We, we should. We play tennis. Like, it's so fun, though. It's addicting. For me, like, I actually, like, when I start playing it, I'm like, okay, like, I could do this for, like, 30, 40 minutes and have no problem. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's super fun. A bigger spring break destination than Florida. I feel, I feel as if everyone, I've never been on spring break. Uh, just put that out there. Not as a kid. Uh, like you even take like a three day weekend trip when you had a spring break. Mm-mm. I was mostly just working. Even when you were six years kid? old, 11 no, years old. I mean like we weren't really doing anything. Like I think we would just hang out at my place. <laughs> you never went camping. Went to like DC. Yeah, sure. Probably, probably went to DC. Not camping though. Yeah. No. No, not a camping family. We were not a camping family, no. Well, I love spring break because you can get tan and then you come back to school and maybe not everyone went to where it was sunny and you look nice and bronze and you're not pasty. Nice. Which is huge. Yeah. Because I'm a pasty boy. I used to have to wear a swim shirt, bro. And I think that's where I have a lot of my my insecurities when I was younger was because I had to wear the swim shirt and I was pale. So it was just a terrible combination. But you have to wear that. You couldn't just... Blather up so easily. Okay. And I, I, I think I mentioned I was allergic to literally every sunscreen. Oh, so I right. got on rashes. So rather than blathering myself in sunscreen, I was like, all right, I'm just going to eat it and wear this swim shirt. Yeah. That's a but lot then, easier as a kid. And then I, I've embraced it and you could like put air under the shirt and then you would have like a nice little raft and you just float out on the water, a little homemade raft. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Spring break is awesome. I think yeah. it's a ton of fun. We used it's to better as a student in elementary school than in college. Yeah, for sure. What? Yeah. I, I don't know. So. One time I kind of did both. Um, when I was in <laughs> one time you did well, both. Hold up. Hear the story up. One time, like when I was in maybe like fifth grade, we went to Daytona beach and my dad called the hotel and like asked them, he said like, cause I asked later about it. He asked, he said like 20 times, like this is not a college spring break hotel. And they're like, yeah, it's not. Don't worry. Yeah, it was it was a college spring break hotel. <laughs> like they had like the they had like a DJ and everything. And like I'm literally like 11. Maybe maybe it was like tw- maybe I'm 12. Maybe I'm in sixth grade. And there was like a DJ. And he's like, all right, booty shaking contest. And like girls and guys came down. And my parents were like, where the are we? Like why are my kids? So like I remember we did a lot of day activities. You must have enjoyed that. Oh yeah, it was. But at the same time you like i'm not supposed to be here you yeah. you know like you're kind of finally like a little aware like this is kind of awkward like these these like 20 something year olds are looking at me like what the fuck you're like my man? continental breakfast does not taste as good anymore dude yeah i remember it would like yeah like they were rowdy af too now thinking back yeah, on it they were college kind of a, daytona beach kind college of a mystery about your parents going to daytona i feel like I that's know. slam dunk spring break territory i but they also just thought the weeks of college spring break and uh public like, school like public county school, school yeah. wouldn't line up but mm. i get you know every college starts on different times so we just we got we got screwed but the <laughs> or, water was, or was lit yeah it was <laughs> It's definitely a funny story. It's definitely like my parents definitely looking back on it like that was not that was a misread for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. 
Uh, we drove 15 hours. We drove oh. too. Yeah. Was, yeah. We would always drive. Yeah. If so, we went on like family vacations. Same. Sean, you have any good? I didn't really go on spring break as a kid. I feel like, I feel like I either played baseball mm, or right. I don't know what else we did. I can't think what of baseball any trips. teams go on like spring break travel tournaments though. Did you ever do that? Oh, yeah. All high school sports did that. High school, yeah. Yeah, you went to like South Carolina. We went to Florida for a baseball tournament. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Well, I meant like as like a kid. You did go on spring break. Yeah, but like I wasn't doing anything. It's different though. Like as like a little kid, I don't think we did any like trip for spring break. But I, but I was still like fun. Like I don't know if you like spring breaking out. Like we like would play outside and just it wasn't like not. Fun. I wasn't friends with like anyone on my team except one guy. No, I meant like <laughs> as a little kid when you didn't go on spring break. Oh yeah, like I, I thought it was like time. played yeah, yeah. like in just the street days and off. whatnot. Yeah, yeah. 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 but uh, I remember in high school going to Myrtle Beach. I went for there. spring break my freshman year with two friends, and we went to like uh, eighteen and like under club. Eighteen and under. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, er, teen and over, bro. Well, no, no, no. I think it was like a high school club. In no. college? No, freshman year of high school. No, those, what? They yeah. Had, they had an 18 under club? Man, I maybe mean, it was, I don't know. You were partying with a bunch of 16 and 15 I was, I was a freshman in high school. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about freshman. No, freshman year of high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Club. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those what was exist. it called? Those we exist. had Club Phoenix. Where? In Vienna. Yeah. Uh, Club Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. People had their was, bar mitzvah, their yeah. bar mitzvahs there. <laughs> so like I, a, I thought I was lit because I was like in a club as like a 14 year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can I get another Coke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought I was vibes. So I've had four diagrams. Uh, I'm going to need a Mountain Dew next. <laughs> probably like stole beer from the fridge at the at the condo and like had one and then went out like whoa dude like i'm i'm feeling it but uh that was pretty fun looking back it's super cringe but that was a ton of fun and then i mean college spring break i feel like we've talked about before but it's a it's a ton of fun well yeah we didn't senior year our spring break was post-grad because we didn't have a spring break because it was COVID year. I kind of consider that as a spring Dude, break trip. Crazy. When we were on spring break, our junior year is when COVID hit. I was literally in a club. That's actually true. Got the email on my phone. I'm like, am I reading this right? We get an extra week of spring break. Just hell yeah. back and forth. I'm like, yeah. hell yeah. And then realize, you know, you had no idea what COVID was. And then you come back and you're like, wow, the world might be a little different for a little while. Yeah, uh, I was. And it I was, was for a little bit. It was for a while. And now months. it's like back normal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they just uh, erased those two years. Really fucked the stock market up, though. Uh, Yeah, but the Key West West trip, our senior year, I would just consider that. We did do it after graduation, but I would consider that the time I did go on spring break. And that was a ton of fun. That was the wildest five days of my life. If you're a college senior senior anywhere, go to Key West for spring break. Yes. Even if you're a junior. Yes. If you're over the age of 21. If you're over the age of 21, because they are strict there, like they black. That's the only law they have. You just got to be 21 though. Anything else goes. You can drink (laughs) on the streets there. It's legal. Not legal. They literally, it's just like the first time the cop gets you, it's a warning. And then the second time it's like a $50 fine. Did any cop ever come up to you? I don't think I saw a single I don't police think I officer. Saw a cop. Yeah. So if I did, 
There's one hour. <laughs> there's there's one hour or like two hours out of the entire day where you can't buy alcohol somewhere in Key West. Like the last bar closes at 5 a.m. And then the endless mimosa place opens at 7 (laughs) a.m. So there's legitimately two hours in the day where you can't like be out drinking. But it was so funny because we had a pool in our motel and we would before we go out, we just go drink there. I don't know. In my mind, I was like, this is everything that I thought. It would be. And it was so... <laughs> Dude, but it literally sounds, was, though. And it sounds so corny, but, like, this is the best. And I remember driving down there from Blacksburg. It took forever, but it was so much fun. And I, I remember we had this bar called... Was it the Ricks, right? Yeah. We were, we were talking to this shot girl. And she just kept talking to us, like, giving us shots. And she left, and Stevie goes... <laughs> Guys, I think she's in. <laughs> and Jack goes, she's a shot girl. That's her job. She was doing her job well. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's the most Stevie like, line of yeah, all dude, time. I think she's into me, bro. bro. I'm about to go home with this girl. <laughs> you know what? You know what? What I came to the conclusion is that she could both be into me and be doing her job simultaneously. So. They could both be Nutrix. Yeah, just don't think that when you're like 35, 40, you know what I mean? Then it's going to be like super true. Guys, I think she's about it. Matt has this preconceived notion. Matt, you got like, a family at home and a mortgage. It's like, guys, every girl that's ever given me a shot has been super into me. Like, just wants it immediately. Yeah, we were at a football game one time and the cheerleaders were cheering and like were smiling at us. And Stevie was like, yo, I think that chick's in. <laughs> She was smiling right at me. Though. No, dude, he was at Chick Fil A once, and the lady said, "My pleasure." He's like, "Yeah, it fucking is." <laughs> I thought she wanted me to pleasure her. <laughs> we're in the strip club, and uh, oh, we were geez. throwing dollar bills. And uh, the girl comes over and is like, "Thank you so much." And Stevie's like, "Damn, <laughs> <laughs> she wants it, bro." <laughs> I, was like, I think I'm in. <laughs> no, but very true on the if you're in college. You're going to be over the age of 21. Convince your friends to go to Key West. It's also like the last chance you have for spring break. Yeah. We don't have spring break anymore. It was so fun. And maybe that's why our parents enjoyed it because they got to go sit on the beach for a week while their kids just annoying the hell out of them all the time. Take some nice PTO The live bands at Rick's. And just walking on, what's it called? Duval. Duval. Yeah, I was going to say my my favorite thing would be wake up, we'd go to that Cuban place. Then oh, yeah, that was we would go to walk to Fat Tuesdays where you could refill your cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you go back to the pool just, and just chill at the pool all day. Then you go get dinner with with the boys somewhere. And then you'd head out. Dude, it was like that five. It was the best five days. I got to get yeah. back sooner. On the last day, I was talking to this girl that went with us. And the whole day I thought we were vibing. And then, do you know, I think I told you this right. <laughs> yeah. And then later... At the bar, I was like, hey, you want to dance? And she goes, nah. I go, word, word. <laughs> I was heartbroken. Hey, what happens in Key West stays in Key West. Well, dude. I think it's not anymore. <laughs> I thought you guys were vibing, too. Thank like, you, bro. I, I thought you guys were. I remember at one point, like, I you was like, where everyone's vibing, bro. <laughs> She's into it, man. <laughs> bro, I... <laughs> you know what we were talking about like 
You're saying like there's a God set a plague of sexual tension. Yeah. That's the world I live in. Yeah. For everyone, I'm like, everyone wants to fuck each other. <laughs> this is whoa. <laughs> Should we spin that wheel? Yeah, let's spin that wheel. Word. It's a it's a world of optimism, right. I think. <laughs> spin that wheel. What? <laughs> kind of on a similar theme let's talk about anxiety and hangovers mm-hmm. um, because lord knows that we suffered our suffered our fair share of hangovers at key west hmm. um, and just in general especially as you get old bro i don't know about yeah. you guys but i can tell i'm hungover when i my legs just are aching and have so much pain in them that i can barely even stand it's my stomach and it like sometimes i won't even I don't even throw up and I don't even feel like I drink that much. And then the next day my stomach is killing me and nothing goes down like, well, and when it does, I feel like shit, it's the worst. And I'm such an idiot nowadays. Cause we go out on Fridays and then I have to work on Saturday in the morning at a bar making drinks. And that makes it like 10 times, uh, Worse, ten times. Yeah, yeah smelling that like liquor again early in the morning. Yeah, oh yeah, it's the worst for for me. I get like a really bad brain fog mm-hmm. that can. Now I'm realizing we, we. I don't even know what it was. That it was that day we went to O'Sullivan's on Thursday and closed it down with DJ Frankie Nice. Yeah. And then we went out Saturday, and then no Friday, and then I went out Saturday. It was like the first time I did a three day bender, and like. <laughs> forever 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 and like i was hung over sunday and monday like my now i'm realizing no. like monday i never had a two day you got the two day like it wasn't like bad on monday but like monday morning i was still like did you dry. drink water on sunday yeah like i drank water rested but advil no i don't think i did advil but just like i remember oh, waking look. up on monday like still feeling like off and i was like dude i think i'm still fucking like dealing with this hangover yeah. What do you do to deal with it? Like, what's your, I, your like concoction or your plan? I love a good like Sunday, do nothing, snuggle up on the couch. Yeah, I wish. But you yeah. have to work. Exactly. Okay. An ideal world. You could nurse, if you could nurse um, a hangover, so what, what are you doing? I wake up, or at least to eliminate anxiety. Uh, I wake up, maybe get I attempt to crank it and I can't. And then I go to the bathroom turn on the shower and just lay in my bathroom like tub with the water hit on me, pretend like I'm in a coma and then <laughs> wake up with the water hitting on me. And then for the last 30 seconds, I'll turn it to cold to try to wake myself up and then I'll sit down. But don't, don't you let your body get to the point of almost hypothermic when you do your cold showers? Yeah. I do like almost pass out. Yeah. yeah Cause I'm breathing so hard. Um, <laughs> oh, holy shit. And then I go downstairs, sit on the couch shirtless. I didn't, I don't even like try to dry off my hair that much. I just chug water and then I eat some eggs. Eggs. Does this sound really weird? I think that's what your stomach's fucked. What up. I like to do. That's a weird one. I like choose. to go on like a, I like to shower. <laughs> Scrambled eggs all night. Yell- sorry. Sorry. Shower in the morning. And then I go to like a really soft carpet and just walk on my bare feet on the carpet. And it's just a really great feeling. And then that puts me in a good mood. Then I'll drink water and then I'll go sit in the sun. Just go sit outside, soak mm. up the sun. The sun's good. Let it just take the, let sweat out all the toxins. None of you are Advil people. I, I try to not use Advil just cause I don't want to get a dependency on it. 
Well, that's true. But if we're talking like a bad hangover, yeah, I I'll instantly Advil. take Advil. Like if it's just a little one, Does I know it it's going to be gone better? by yeah. noon. Yeah, the Advil. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like if it's a bad Advil's hangover, I'm like, I could everything. easily be knocked out till six o'clock at night. Take Advil, pound water, and try to just like go kind of do something. Right. I, I I don't like just being like on the couch. Like just get them and go do mm-hmm. one thing and then I'm I out of it. it. I'm out of it. But the Advil works if you have like a bad hangover. Especially sure. if there's good sports on Sunday, like during the NFL season. Oh my God. That's the best. Just, well, you just got to like do something before they get on. Yeah. But it's hard to like, even you if like, like you're getting out of bed, getting out. breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I try to All like, right. eat and hydrate, but I just like being lazy. That's what I'd like to. This is a question that can be phrased into anxiety. Is it better to wake up in the middle of the night and pound water? Or is it better to wake up in the morning? Like after you had a full night's sleep when your mouth is all dry. Like, what's a better feeling? I mean, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night after I drank. Sometimes. It's just, like, not happening. Sometimes. It's never it happened, happened to you? Mm-mm. You just, like, wake up, you got to piss? Or, like, no, no. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Knocked like out. Like, someone could murder You've me. You've never once in your entire life woken up in the middle of the night. And, like, when oh, I'm drunk? I'm, when I'm parched as hell. Like, when I'm drunk. I need to drink water. You're asking not- me when I'm drunk. Yeah. Yeah. No, not when I'm drunk. Really? I'm, I'm like, out. I second that. Yeah. Dude, I love That's when I, I, I was going to say, I love when I randomly wake up in the middle of the night and yeah, I can you're hydrate. Like, you're like choking on your I own wake, breath. And then I can, when, when I wake up in the morning, I feel 20 million times better. Yeah. Drinking water before you go to bed the night. Has, like I've just started doing that maybe like three ish months ago. Power play. And so it's so funny. Play. You like wake up and you're like, why is my bed so wet? And I wish I could get like a video of how I was drinking the water. I probably had two hands on the cup and was just putting it all back and just running down the side of my face. Just, hey, it feels good. We haven't yeah. really talked about like the anxiety aspect of this right. though. I don't know why I get anxiety, like why I'm so anxious. A lot of times I think about, I, I overthink everything I did the night before, like interactions I had with people. Yeah, like oh, if, I was saying something so stupid. Why can't I just go out and chill and like be quiet and not say that much and only chime in when it's absolutely necessary? Like I thought I was being so like annoying one night, and then a week later I ran to the same person I saw, and they came up to me and they were like, "I'm so sorry if I was annoying. I was just so drunk." And I was like, "Dude, I thought I was annoying when I saw you." So I don't know. Maybe it's all in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. For me, I only get like that when um, I don't remember things Mm -hmm. and I get worried about what I did during those times because, you know, now being this age, I've heard enough stories of what I have done when I don't remember things. Like what? I don't just, I don't know, many stupid things (laughs) Um, that it's kind of like, you're just kind of, I'm scared about what I did when... Um, I don't even want to say blackout because it's like, or even like brown out, brown out. Yeah. I like to say when you can't piece the entire night together. The yeah. Fir- yeah. Like it's kind of more funny. Like, Oh, like what party did we get? Like what order? That's like fine. But when you're like, when people are like telling you things that happened and like things that you did and you're like, yeah, that's remember, the worst. You remember when we went to renegade and you're like, we went to renegade. Like, yeah. That's- you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like instantly when I wake up and if I don't think I can, patch the whole night in sequence i instantly check my phone and i'm like did anything happen i was like such a scary habit to like wake up and the first thing you look at is like did i do anything dumb i don't think it's happened since college but like not remembering how you got home that was terrifying yeah for sure that's always like and if that's true it freaks me out too because 
like knock on wood, I feel like I haven't, I've done dumb shit drunk, but nothing like that stupid. But I feel like once you do something really stupid one time, even just like pissing your bed, like that becomes like a trend mm-hmm. or like if you do one, if you become the obnoxious drunk, that can become a trend. And I don't want the one night that I don't remember everything to become that night. That, yeah. That's what freaks me out. Like and any night that could change and all of a sudden you're not a cool drunk. You're a pain in the ass to deal with. I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I think, I don't think any of us are that person. I mean, anyone could change. Yeah. Then that's the scary thing. I, I, f- I fiend a lot when I'm drunk and I'm trying to work on that. What about being on what anxious anxiety? Say it for this, the nation. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just get, I also just get like stressed about things I need to do for the upcoming week. Mm. Or is that a anxiety thing though, or is that a Sunday scary thing? Well, a lot no, of times when I get does. don't they play hand in hand? Yeah, a lot of times when I get anxious, hungover, I'm like, I am such a piece of shit. Like, what am I doing getting drunk? I'm 25 years old. Like, it's time to grow the fuck up and find a wife. Right, but that's not, not a Sunday wife. scary thing. No, that's a that's an everyday kind of scary thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think they're the same thing. I did. I didn't say. I said they play into each other. Like, I think. In college, you definitely played in each other. Like, anxiety is really bad because Sunday scaries also exist. Oh, see, I view it as the anxiety is what did I do yesterday? How much money did I spend? Did I say any dumb shit? Oh, the money spent? Didn't even uh, forgot about that. That's what freaks me out with the anxiety stuff. The Sunday scaries to me. Not being like lonely. I have a big work week coming up. Or, like, I guess Sunday scaries are more relevant in school, mm-hmm. at least for me. What'd you say? Not being lonely. <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly just anxious and it's hard to place it. Why? Sometimes I know I didn't even do anything. Like I didn't even black. I don't, not that I, I don't think I've ever blacked out except maybe like once or twice. Uh, but <laughs> I would like to rebut that statement. <laughs> um, but like nowadays uh, I put it in my mouth. I did not inhale. Yeah. <laughs> now, nowadays I just get drunk and I wake up and I'm still anxious. And I think it's just because I think I've put a lot more pressure on myself nowadays just because we are older. We're getting close to 30. I knew you were going to say it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I look at other people like, um, you know, Scotty Scheffler's 26. <laughs> That like freaks me out. He's a, you can't he's compare a, yourself. He's the number to, one golfer in the world. For that, don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, but you look at him on TV and he's married. Like he has a wife, and the way he conducts himself. Uh, yeah, con- conducts himself. Yeah. yeah, conducts himself. I'm like, wow, he carries himself really well. And then if you just took him <laughs> and put me side by side, I'm always like, oh my god, what is wrong with me? So yeah, that's what I. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm very self-critical. And yeah, you can't be comparing yourself to Scotty Scheffler. Not on the golf game. Not Just even in the life, golf. You know, but, I mean? you know, like, you're fine, dude. Not everyone's going to be, like, at the pinnacle of what they're doing at 26 years old. He's not old. talking about that. He's talking about how... Like Scotty Scheffler seems like he has his life, like he's married. He has like a routine in his life. He's not going out and playing crossfire on Friday night. I think we that's which I love. <laughs> which I love. I, we wrong. I think we that's McPherson's oh, point. Whoa. Right? We're also putting down that we don't think that Scotty Chef doesn't play a little crossfire. No. 
He doesn't even drink coffee on days he plays. Why would he? He would have to take a shit mid-round. I don't, I'm just saying. I think you don't think the boy doesn't drink a little bit. He's a man of God. Oh, you guys are whatever. He He's drinks. not doing what we're doing. You don't think he yeah, pounds he He's definitely <laughs> not throwing it back like He's the not going to Bronson getting 68 ounce <laughs> beers. <laughs> He's at the range. <laughs> He wakes up at 4.30. That's when I'm going to bed. Dude, think about John Daly. You're John Daly, okay? Oh, hell no. I don't want to be John Daly. Yeah, you're John Daly. Wow. Yeah, you can do whatever you want and still be the fucking shit. So I guess the only way to deal with anxiety is just don't drink so much. We're at that age where alcohol is definitely affecting our body. And I don't think it's a bad thing to say. I don't think it's bad either. I think it's probably a good progression into the later years of our life because our hangovers are only going to get worse when we drink less frequently. But also, if you do want to drink, go for it. Yeah, for sure. There's times and a place. I just don't want ever to experience the two-day hangover. That sounds... And you're already getting it, Stevie. It wasn't that bad on Monday. I was just like, oh, I'm still brain fogged. Like, this is fucking crazy, though. <laughs> don't do you're it. like, I haven't drank in 24 hours and I'm still hurting. I don't know if I had oh, alcohol withdrawal or alcohol poisoning, but there was literally like a week span where I was throwing up. I had I could not sleep because I had the worst stomach aches. And this was during this was we got back to school in so like a week before silly week and then we we're just drinking and then silly week still drinking and then like school started and i was like holy shit i feel like shit i went to work at mel mushroom and i was like there for 30 minutes i was like send me home do you remember this yeah i remember that yeah the lb yeah i threw up the lb i was like i need someone to pick me up from work right now and they took me home it literally felt like my entire body was vibrating i could feel like you were I remember you were, I walked into the back app and you were just underneath like 11 blankets yeah. curled up in a ball. It was crazy. I had no idea. Like, and it's, it was like that for like five days. Maybe you had COVID. No, no, this, this was, was junior this was pre-COVID. Yeah. 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 So that was terrible. Maybe what, your you patients. Were, but yeah. what would you call that? Would you call that alcohol poisoning? Or I'd would, say it's withdrawal. Withdrawal? Poisoning, I think you'd be like purging and... You don't know that it's alcohol withdrawal either, though. You're probably sick. You asked me a question I, if I, I had yeah, to take yeah. a guess. I said withdrawal. I asked you too. What do you think? Yeah. I don't think it was either. What do you think it was? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But like... Alcohol Steve, withdrawal you is when you're not drinking. Right. Uh, how long have you not been drinking for? Mm, it's 12. I don't know. How long does it take to sleep? <laughs> There's no way, like, in six <laughs> hours, you had alcohol withdrawal. There's He's no not way. Saying, he said he was How drinking long? for two weeks straight and then stopped. Yeah, I don't... I feel like alcohol withdrawal comes when slamming. you have, like... This is in college, bro. too. Okay? Like, I feel like it comes when you have, like, a way more serious problem. Because before the two weeks, he was nonstop dude, he drinking. Was menace, he was back though. home, and you probably weren't drinking every day. No, I was not. So I don't think after a two-week bender, you all of a sudden have alcohol withdrawal. You just said you weren't a doctor. How would you know that? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But once again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I ain't a rapper. Do we want to spin that wheel, or do we want to yeah. close it out? Yeah, oh, I spin it. Last one, bitches. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. All right, family versus friends. All right, Mr. Dibble, this is your topic. Yeah, so... I I don't know how I kind of thought of this, I guess, uh, but something that I kind of thought about for something us for something for us to talk about while I can't talk is um I feel like there's this thing of like what are you closer with 
friends versus family or like what's more prominent in your life. I don't want to say like important, but I feel like some people are either family people and some people are either friend people. And I tend to struggle with that. So I didn't know if you guys kind of felt like you were family focused or friend focused or if one is, I don't want to, again, I don't want to say more important than the other, but is one a higher priority in certain situations than the other? Like how do you kind of view friends versus family? I think they're one and the same. I think my friends are my family. Maybe that's a bad answer, but I don't really think I pref- like, I don't think I have a tendency to tell other people like to tell a certain group more so than the other about what's going on in my life. I think maybe I do inherently go to my friends right away because I don't, I'm not going to get a reaction that would maybe displease me f- for, for lack of a better term. Like if I go to my friends, I can trust them to hear from an unbiased standpoint not saying my family doesn't do that, but I think I'm just more comfortable going to them right away. Whereas my family, I think I need to have like a little bit more clarity for myself before I present that topic to them. Like, for example, if something happened to me at school or at work or whatever, and it was really dragging me down, I think I would rather come to you guys first rather than my family. Cause I'd want to hash it out with someone before I go talk it out with my parents, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know. I, I treat friends and family the same. Like I, I could, I could say the same for both groups. I don't think that's a good answer. No, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but, and yeah, I would say, yeah, I consider some of my friends like fam, but there is a difference and I can distinguish that. Like there is my family and yes, my friends that are like my family, but they're not. Yeah. Um, but what's the difference between it's right. Sorry. No. Um, like your, your family's just your blood and or yeah, no matter what, like you can lose friends. Um, you can, you can get out of contact with friends, but, and they can, I don't know, escape your mind. But I feel like if you, even if you're on bad terms with your family, there's such a um, staple to, I guess, the, you growing up. Like you grow up, you're, it's your boom, you're out. This is my family, you know? Like, if you have older siblings, as long as you've existed, they have been there, you know? Um, so it's kind of hard to... I'm trying to... I think your friends see you in a different light. Almost. Right. Like, you're, you behave around your friends differently almost than your family not saying that i'm like a different person but some of the tendencies that we all have i don't think i would bring up in a room like with my grandparents and my aunts and well, uncles right i think that's what i find so interesting about it so and i mcpherson i agree with like your family is like who you're with from the beginning to the end hopefully right so they see hopefully again like your whole life and they're always there for like holidays and big events and stuff where your friends your friends might change like your best friend in fifth grade. You're probably not friends with now, or you're probably definitely not best friends with if you are like good for you, but I think most people probably aren't, but I find it interesting that your friends are who know more about you than your family. I, at least for me, like I'm, I'm close with my family, but my friends know when I had a shitty day or week at work, they know if I'm talking to a girl before my family does, Mm. They know what's going on in my life every day when my family doesn't, because I don't talk to my family every day, but your family's there to your point from the time you're out to 
the time you end from womb to tomb. Yeah. So like, I just find it interesting. Cause I feel like I don't, I don't know where, like where I'm really going with this. I just find it interesting that like some people are like, Oh, I'm so friend focused or, Oh, I'm so family focused. And I don't know if I'm one or the other. Cause I just feel like it's so different. Like my friends know me better than my family, but my family's known me the whole time. Right. And my friends, like you guys aren't going to come and go, but like friends do come and go. Yeah. Um, when I thought about this question, like the first thing I thought about is like, it's like an interesting relationship as a human being that you have between your family and your friends as you just grow through life. Cause you know, you first grow up and clearly like your mom and your dad, your family is like the most important thing. And then as you get around middle school and high school, you get more independence and you become closer with like your friends. And like you're saying, they know more about you. And then you get to a point in your life where you have, you get married and you have your own kids. And then again, like the family is Mm -hmm. the most important thing in your life. Um, so I think, I mean, like, again, like it's such an, it's an interesting dynamic because I do think I have friends now that I think I will have for the rest of my life. And then I clearly your family's always there. So that's why, like I was thinking, that's why it's, it's, you have at times it's, you kind of have to prioritize your family because you will know that they're always going to be there. So you kind of have to give them that, not respect, but you know, and I also like, I like thinking it's also interesting with like my sister, like Sean only has one sibling. I think it's interesting. Like she's the closest thing I have like genetically to me is my sister. And I like, it's like an interesting bond that I think, and she's the only person who knows what it's like to be raised by my parents Mm. in that household. And we've had the most similar life experiences than anyone else I've ever that's ever lived. So it's, that's why I think the, a bond with your siblings is so interesting. Cause you guys have lived the most similar lives than any, than anyone else. And you, it's so interesting to have, see how different you guys are at the end of the day, but you know, it's a, it's a mix, you know, um, I do like the whole thought of seeing your closest friends as your family and treating them that way. No, I like how you explain that a lot. Yeah. Thanks. That's really good. Cause yeah, it does change. Mm-hmm. Like once you do have your own, your kids, they're going to be the most important yeah. things. Like my friends are going to be second. Yeah. People always say that line. And I think it's so true. You might've said it. Like when you have a kid, you live your life up to that moment mm-hmm. for yourself. And then everything after that is for them. Yeah. And so like you stop living. So, and I'm like with you, like my brother, I'm lucky that my brother is my best friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of people can say that with like their siblings and stuff. Yeah. I, you know, the brother to sister relationships, an interesting one. It's hard to be like, I think as close as two brothers can be or two sisters, Mm -hmm. but I like to, I think me and my sister have like a, an amazing relationship that yeah i'm close with my sister it's only gotten better with time which is like the coolest part now we just like we're at a point where we just like text each other like random things and like we're we like to send each other like funny tiktoks and stuff like that like friend type stuff Mm -hmm. not like but i can also text her about things that are going because i still live at home and it's cool that i can like text her about you know, when mom and dad are being annoying because she's like the only one who can really understand what they're like at times. So, yeah. What about you? Me? Yeah. Would you say your, and I put you on your spot. Would you say your brother's like, would you consider him a friend? Yeah. I was thinking, I think we talked on it a couple of episodes about how like our relationship with our parents have changed and we kind of view them more as friends. I think that's the same with your siblings. Like 
my brother and I, when we were younger, I wouldn't say we were super close. I think more often than not, we would hang out, but it wasn't like, yes, I get to hang out with my brother today. Cause I see him all the time. But now I love the dude. Like I can't imagine doing things without him because just like my sisters, he gets me, he's lived a similar life that I have. He has really good insight. So I'm thankful that I can get to this point and I'm excited to see where it keeps going because I know that in the past there were probably, it wasn't like a friendly relationship all the time. They were kind of bickering, butting heads, you know, seeking approval from our parents, trying to get attention and whatnot. Because I think there's kind of a, pre, a, a notion that we have to always give our family good news and you can't give them bad news. And if you give them bad news, you're a failure. So now that I'm able to see past that in, in a different lens that my, my family are my friends more so than just like someone I'm related to. Right. They, we can hang out, we can have fun and it won't feel like I'm um, with my two sisters and my brother right now. I'm just with three people that I really enjoy being around. So, right. And I am um, like now, now I interact with my friends on the daily as a compared, as opposed to my family yeah, it switches in, but if I lost my family compared to losing some friends, not like dying, you know what I mean? Just like if we, you're out of touch. Yeah. I would be more distraught if I didn't have my family as opposed to if I lost my friends. And that's not like I dissed no, my I friends. That, yeah. No, I think yeah. that's yeah. a completely acceptable. I think, and I think everyone would say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my family isn't something that I need to be in constant contact with, even though we are, we like, we do talk, but just the fact like you, they are like, I do need them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're such an integral part of our development as human beings. And again, we talked about it maybe an episode ago or two episodes ago that we're really blessed to have very supportive parents and families that allowed us to flourish into who we are today. I was thinking thinking about this the other day. Um, I couldn't imagine having a different mom or dad. And I think I'll, I just think it's so interesting that everyone else probably thinks that too. Like, Oh, I have the greatest like mom and dad. I don't know. I just thought, I just want to put that out there. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, for like, sure. Like I couldn't imagine being raised by your parents just as like, you couldn't imagine being raised by mine. Cause you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's like what shaped you into yeah. you and me into me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at Sorry, times I think stupid. No, no it's, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not stupid. stupid. No, at times I think my dad's a little crazy, but I couldn't imagine having any other dad. I don't know what life would be like without that and, crazy motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. The best family out there though is the Beef Nation family. Yeah. We love you guys. Yeah, that's our true friends. Yeah. That's our true family. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, we appreciate the love and support. Keep writing in, keep subscribing, keep leaving reviews. We're having a ton of fun with this. Um, we'll catch you guys on the next one coming down the last few episodes with Sean in person. So make sure you you soak it up. You hear his voice in the real authentic grain that it is. Um, But yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Much love. Have a great week, y'all. Bye-bye, cuties.